One of my favorite deeper dives of 2023 was the one we did with Nurse Nikki on the new mastitis protocol. We got so many great questions and comments during the deeper dive from all those who attended live. Shout out to Naomi, who told us at the end that she was going to fix all her care plans right away. Same, Naomi. Use the link in the show notes to subscribe and have monthly live access to all of our deeper dives, as well as all of our recordings going all the way back to January of 2020. You don't want to miss out on this. And we can't wait to see you at the next deeper dive. I'm Annie. And I'm Leah. And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Leah. Hey, Annie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, getting hot here in Texas. <laughs> we are getting definitely- hot. But are you getting as hot as a breast that has a commercial massaging breast warmer put on it? Are you that hot? (laughs) I am definitely not that hot. Has your fever gone above 101 degrees and lasts for more than 24 hours? I don't think so. No. Well, good. Then you don't have mastitis. Isn't that so helpful? Thank you, Dr. Google, for diagnosing and clearing up any confusion that I had. Okay. So real quick, we're going to turn this into a reel. We're going to blast it out on all of our social media platforms and capture a large market share because we are experts on mastitis, clearly. And then everybody will buy the products that I'm trying to push through my Instagram influencer page. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) This business model is one that we highly recommend all of you pursue because (laughs) making a fast dollar off of parents who are freaked out about engorgement is way easier than running a private practice. Definitely. I'm so on board with this. (laughs) We've got the dollar dollar bills coming. (laughs) Okay. We are totally jesting here because it is so frustrating. I don't know if you all are encountering, I am certain that you all are encountering all the misinformation and social media influencer information that is constantly circulating out there now. And it's really, really confusing all of our clients between what Dr. Google has to say and what the social media influencer is trying to sell you a vibrating heating massager has to say. It's like these parents are coming to us so confused, but also ready to throw down some cash if it's necessary. These influencers are definitely getting their paychecks. <laughs> they are ready to throw down cash. They're also like terrified that they're going to get mastitis. And they are like really surprised when I tell them things like, you know, this product didn't exist two years ago. It literally didn't exist. And they're like, wait, what? What, like, what do not you mean? Everybody is doing this. Yeah. And like, sure. Many of the things that we used to do, it's always good to have progress and to learn and to grow and to, you know, make room for new research and tools. But what we're seeing happen is like, not that it's not that 
And I feel like so much of the information is presented in a way that like, here's the one thing or the three things that are going to like change everything for you. It's that like, you know, what influencers do best, they give you like these lists and they make it sound like this is going to change everything for you. This is the answer to all your problems. And parents feel so desperate that they just start like grasping at every single one of them. And it's scary because so much of the things that are new, we just don't have enough information about yet. I mean, and they, you know, things we might find in the future are helpful or another piece of our tools in our toolbox. But before we have that information, I feel like so much of what's going around out there is just a sales pitch. You know, it's just absolutely the cash. It's just one of the other examples, just another one of how just follow the money and you will find <laughs> where all these this information, quote unquote, is coming from. It's it's really a hard time, I feel like, to be a lactation consultant because half the time I'm just trying to educate with, you know, like true resources and dispel all these myths that the parents, like their brains are too full of it that they can't even hear like all the helpful things that I can suggest them do because they just want to know if this thing that the influencer said is the thing that they should be doing. And I have to spend, you know, 30 minutes trying to talk about all of it where I'm like, we could have gotten so much more done if they had yeah. all these myths floating around in their head. When I was researching a talk I gave at USLCA last year, which is my Fed is best takedown, I uh, read a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. And one of the things that that talked about was that we really only have to hear something, hear a person's name three times before we think we know them. And so similarly, hearing something three different times in social media makes you feel like this must be a thing. This must be real. I mean, it's kind of like how, how people become online influencers is they just start talking about themselves as online influencers. And then you've seen them on social media. So you think, oh, they're famous. I should believe them. And it's all like puffed up. And then in order to capture attention, you have to be so confident about the, you know, what you're making, you know, what you're saying. And then you also have to have a way to monetize it. And that's how you get something like, I don't know if you were said the same thing, like back when you got started or before when you were a LHA league leader, we would just say empty breasts, lots of rest. And all we meant was like, just go lay down, just take a nap. And don't take your baby off before they're done. Like your pediatrician said, like, let your baby finish and just go like, just chill out. Don't run around. It's fine. And that turned into empty breasts. You have to get your pump on after every feeding and get every last drop out. Let's put the milk savers on there. Let's get the, let's get the Haka out at every feeding. That's the one it's the, it's the Haka, the silicone breast pump where I'm like, do you like literally didn't have this? Yeah. It didn't exist. Like how Five years ago, the people in millennia <laughs> surviving. We were not catching milk, like no. until Nobody they somebody. Losing. It wasn't like lost and and all for naught. Like all these babies withered away because this milk was lost somewhere. I yeah, mean, no, we it, were it, like it's a washcloth. Yeah, like or just keep it covered. Put some pressure. Like it's. But not they get so scared, and then by the time they see us, they've been doing all these things, and what was normal engorgement 
is now like pathological and they're injured and they're hurt and they're in pain and their supply is being compromised. Yeah. Because of all these things they thought they were doing to boost their supply actually ended up hurting them. Sadly, the misuse of some of these tools is leading to some real harm. I mean, I've seen refrigerators full of milk with babies that are still not gaining well because other things are being fed than them with the best of intentions. Parents think that they're doing the right thing because they saw this on social media. And this whole idea of like seeing it multiple times really ingrains it. Well, hey, guess what? That's what my social media does. It looks at what you pause on and it feeds you more of that. So if you pause on the thing about, you know, get stocking your freezer, uh, guess what? It's going to give you 10 more posts about stocking your freezer. Well, before you know it, you are convinced that this is how you have to do it or you're going to fail at all of it. And so these parents, like, because of the way social media works on our brains, they're being manipulated in such a way that like it's causing this whole derailment of the very biological and natural system. And it's, it's so frustrating. I don't know about you guys, but I just like, it's so like frustrated. And the sad thing is I think there's actually like some good content out there too, right? Like there are people who out there, I know who are trying to put good stuff out into the social media land, but it's getting washed out by all of these influencers that maybe are more about the influencing piece of it versus like, hey, maybe I should like really dig in, ask the experts, make sure this is good information, not just like, hey, something that worked for me. So now I'm going to spew it out because I have a platform. Because like, you know, one person can do something and it doesn't harm anything at all. And the other person does it and it makes the whole system crumble. And I don't think these influencers are like maliciously doing it. I just don't think they get that. Like what works for one person isn't going to work for everyone. You know, well, they and might not have the training or the credentials. Exactly. They might be, you know, they are just going off of like, well, I nurse my babies. How hard can it be? You know, that kind of whole thing. And then that's where we get like, yeah, it can feel nice to take a warm shower and maybe like get your circulation going turned into like, how hot can I make this hot massager good. and like burn your, yourself or like totally doing like that. light massage again for like circulation or to move things around. Like it can feel really good to like move your breasts around or like do a stretch turned into, I mean, I had a client who came in and thankfully she didn't do this to herself, but she got massaged so hard in the hospital that she had visible finger mark bruises a week later. My gosh, that's insane. Yes. And the scary thing is I think because so many people are so so entrenched on social media and they're, you know, like they spend so much time that I feel like even professionals are getting influenced, you know, and that's kind of scary too. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about Kathy's upcoming course. It is called Understanding Infant Reflux and Related Conditions in Lactation Practice. Early bird pricing is open now through May 16th, and which is the day, May 16th, when all of the course content is going to open. We've got six hours of recorded videos, plus an additional two SERPs. So that's eight L SERPs total for self-study work that Kathy is going to be grading and reviewing and giving you feedback on. So Kathy, you put 
your heart and soul into this course. I know all of the research that you did. What is one of the things that you're most excited about teaching learners in this course? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't pay any attention to occult blood in the stool. I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. Because you might not even intend to be being influenced, but you again, see it enough times you start to think, Hey, you know, this kind of goes against my training, but all these people are talking about, I think it's almost like a subconscious thing that like, I saw 20 posts about X. Well, maybe X is a legitimate thing. And, you know, I feel like that is somewhere where we can go astray too and why it's just so important for us to like put on our, you know, filters as we go into the depths of TikTok or Reels that you can get swallowed up in. And like make sure that you're really keeping up to date on like true, good, researched, evidence-based information so that as you see those over and over, you can kind of like, okay, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, saw that post, fine, whatever. I know that that's probably not good information. I think even as professionals, we can get influenced, maybe not as much as the parents, but I certainly think it's possible. Yeah, we're susceptible And I think that's kind of the starting point of making sure that you are going to be somebody who will be able to find the right information for your clients is just that recognition of how susceptible we are and that to the way that social media manipulates us. And I'm going to give a plug here for friend of the pod, Dr. Michelle Mazur and her podcast that she does with online educator, marketing educator, Maggie Patterson called duped the dark side of online business. They did have been doing for, I mean, it's like fun to kind of hear like the dark side of anything, but they talk so much about how to understand if the person who is you're learning from is an expert or not. And they, you know, one of the things they keep saying over and over again, are like, what are the sources for what they're saying? Yeah. Like, can you find the sources? And they, you know, they'll show like, you know, there's no sources. So it's nothing Um, like they made this up. And even just that, like, just go relying, going back to our training to say, show me the evidence, show me where if you're going to tell me something that is completely out of left field, like, I want to see the resource research citations, like, I want to see where this is coming from. And what I don't want to hear is, this is what's been working in my practice. Therefore, it must be the thing we should all be doing. Right, right. And I think that like, we want innovation, we want new things, but it can't be, you know, it works for a couple of people. And then we throw it out there. We really have to push for research and evidence and, and really allowing that to drive our recommendations and also drive our filtering system that 
if we hear something, then if you have never heard that before, if it feels really from left field, take the time to do the research to make sure that you're not allowing yourself to be like overly influenced, you know? And I think that's really so hard to do because we are like, we're all into this fast based information is what we want. We just want to hear it really quickly. And if we hear it 10 times, it's going to be stuck in our brain. And it's like, cool, great. I'm going to start recommending this, or I'm going to start recommending that. And I think that's where we can really get ourselves in trouble and why, you know, Annie and I are so passionate about bringing resources and evidence-based information and, you know, having these kinds of discussions, because I think both, both of us and are really like dedicated to continuing our education and making sure like really checking, like what we're sharing with families, really checking our resources as often as we can. So we can stay on top of that because I think that, you know, the other hard thing about like, especially Google, just like Googling something it's been out there a long time now. Well, now we have all this old information out there, but because it's been out there so long, it hits high in searches, even though it could have been written in 2005. Well, we've learned a lot since 2005, but because it has, you know, a million billion searches on it, (laughs) it might still come up. And, you know, we have to have the awareness of like, hey, there's newer information out there. And maybe those that website isn't updating their information, but we need to be updating our brains so that we can say like, hey, that's not credible information anymore. And really cross-checking for most current research, most current information, and recognizing that parents might still be landing on really old stuff, you know? Absolutely. Well, that is why we are having uh, Nurse Nikki come in and talk with us in a deeper dive about the new mastitis protocol that the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine put out last year. Leah and I were at USLCA and we saw one of the authors, uh, Dr. Katrina Mitchell, present about this new protocol. And I know I was not the only one that walked away feeling like my head was spinning because I could see where like all of the things that we're talking about with social media, like require this new protocol, like reacting against that. But then there were other things where I'm like, are we throwing the baby out with the bathwater here? Are we, are we saying people like never use warmth? Well, I work with clients that come from cultural traditions where you're not supposed to be cold postpartum. And like, that's where they like suffering until last summer when they said, put ice on your breast because they weren't putting ice on their breasts. Like some of those things is where those nuances that protocol, yes, it's got it's evidence based. It's got a really good credential, but the, it also has a very particular point of view. And it was written by a breast surgeon. It was not really, you know, there that kind of private practice IBCLC like you and me were seeing different things. And so we want to have somebody that can help us with the populations that we are directly working with, which is these just postpartum families that are in the trenches that are navigating social media. Nurse Nikki, she's a nurse practitioner. She's in Houston, like Leah. As of recent. (laughs) Recently in Houston. And she has just dedicated her career to women's healthcare of all levels. And she's just so smart and warm. And we have had her on the podcast before, along with Nikisha Killings. They do a lot of work together too on the business side of things. Anyway, she's going to come in and put her nurse hat on and her IBCLC hat on and really help us walk through 
these stuck points that I think all of us have with this new protocol in how we're communicating it with families. Yeah, I'm really excited about this conversation. And I think being there live is going to be really awesome because we can really open up this conversation that I think we all really want to have and just trying to help understand and really flesh out all the changes, but also the nuances to each of the recommendations and kind of the level of evidence. I do appreciate that they they had that as part of the protocol is to show the level of evidence that each you know recommendation has, which I think I wish that like all things that you saw out in the world, like had a little tag next to it, like level a bibliography, one, level of evidence, 10, you know, because it is helpful to, you know, that old take it with a grain of salt. If it's something that like is really low, we don't have a lot of evidence, but maybe some anecdotals working in the clinical setting. Yeah. Something is really high. Like we have tons of research on this. It's just, it's so helpful to have that. And it's hard when you're a private practice clinician to be out there like constantly researching everything. Like I'm, I'm got to finish my notes. I got to get care plans out. Like I got to like run my business and make sure my bookkeeping's done and payroll's done. You know, it's like to have the extra time to like be constantly checking and vetting everything really takes time. But I love it when we have these chances for these really smart people who've already done that work can come and help us clarify things and make that whole process a little bit easier. And so that's why I'm just so excited to have this time with Nikki and so excited to have somebody from from Houston. Um, it's going to be great. We got the link and we'll put the link in the show notes. It's learn.paperlesslactation.com slash course slash mastitis dash dive. And you can sign up. You can just come. It's on Tuesday. It's today, uh, the day that this podcast comes out. So it's going to be later today, or you can buy the recording. If you aren't hearing this after the deeper dive happened, everybody gets the recording. We have a deeper dive membership for $15 a month. You get access to every live dive plus our entire archive going back to January 2020. And we've got so many great dives coming up this summer. We're so excited about. We will see people later today for our deeper dive if you're listening on the day that this podcast comes out. I can't wait. See you this afternoon, Leah. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live deeper dives and also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.